Hey, this is Jeremy Rinke. I'm the pastor at Harvest Christian Fellowship in North Platte, Nebraska, and this is our podcast. I want to thank you today for joining us. I hope this encourages you, strengthens you, and blesses you. Enjoy the message. You know, my, my prayer for this series, that in these times of, of economic uncertainty, that you would just become confident that, that God will, will take care of you, that he will provide for you. You know, as we just continue to see high inflation and the, the prices of everything going up and up, and, and as we see the, the stock market continue to drop, you know, we really are. We're living in some just un, shaky times economically right now, and, and it's just so important that our, our faith is in God and that our, our trust is in Him to provide for us and to meet all of our needs. You know, our theme verse for this series is Psalms 37, 25. David, he said this, he wrote, he said, once I was young and now I am old, yet I've never seen the godly abandoned or their children begging for bread. You know, I, I so love this verse. David here, he, he, he reminds us that God, he will never abandon us or that he will leave us going without. You know, David, he reminds us here in this verse that, that God, he will always be faithful to take care of his children. Why? Because he loves us and because he's our provider. You know, this morning, I, I do, I just truly believe that in these, these times that we're living in, that we are just going to see God supernaturally provide for his people. You know, I believe that as we just simply put our, our faith in God and as we are obedient to do the things that God asks us to do, that we, we're going to be all right. Man, we, we're going to see Jehovah Jireh, the Lord, our provider, take care of us. Amen. So in this series, we've been looking at some different stories in the, the Bible of God just providing in supernatural ways. And I pray that these stories, that you realize that they're, they're more than these stories, that these things, that they, they really happen. And, and as we, we look at these different stories, I pray that they give you the confidence, the faith that, that, that you need to, to believe that God is going to take care of you in these times that we're living in. And, and so just a, a quick review, uh, the very first week of this series, we saw God uh, just supernaturally providing for the Israelites for 40 years as they wandered through the wilderness. Every morning, God was faithful to provide bread from heaven and every evening meat from heaven to feed the people. And God, he didn't just do this once. He didn't do this just for a week or for a month, but God did this for 40 years. Every day, God was faithful to take care of his people. The second week of the series, we saw God uh, supernaturally providing oil uh, for this widow and her son. You know, I love this, this widow. She put God first by, by feeding Elijah the, the prophet. And again, as a result of her faith and her, and her obedience, man, God faithfully provided for this widow and her son. This, this little bit of oil, this little bit of flour, it never ran out until this drought was over. God, he, he supernaturally provided for, for this widow and her son. And I just, so oh, I, I love these stories because I don't know about you, but it just gives me confidence that if God took care of the Israelites for 40 years in the wilderness, if he provided enough uh, flour, enough oil for, for this widow and her son, man, you know what, God, he's going to take care of you and he's going to take care of me. 
And so this morning, we're going to look at, at one more story. It's kind of a story that's a little similar to the one we, we looked at last week. It's a story of a, of a widow and, and her sons. Uh, this widow, her, her husband had, had just died, and, and she couldn't pay her, her bills. And so there were actually creditors that were coming uh, to take, take her sons away so that they could work to, to pay off her, her debts. Well, this widow, she was in desperate need for a miracle. And so she went to the prophet Elijah for, for help. And so we're going to read this story this morning. It's found in 2 Kings chapter 4, and it says this. Verses, we'll start with verse 1. It says, One day a widow of the member of the group, the prophets, came to Elisha and, and cried out. She said, My, my husband who, who served you is dead, and you know how he feared the Lord. But now a creditor has, has come threatening to take my, my two sons as slaves. Well, what can I, I do to, to help you, Elijah asked. Tell me, what do you have in your house? Nothing at all except a, a flask of olive oil, she replied. And Elijah said, borrow as many empty jars as you can from your friends and your neighbors. Then go into your house with your sons and, and shut the door behind you. Pour olive oil from the flask into the jars, setting each one aside when it is filled. And so she did as she was told. Her, her sons kept bringing jars to her, and she filled one after another. Soon every container was full to the brim. Bring me another jar, she said to one of her sons. There, there aren't any more, he told her. And then the olive oil stopped flowing. When she told the man of God what had happened, he said to her, Now go and sell the olive oil and pay your debts, and you and your sons can live on what is left over. This is such a, an amazing story. And so, so here this, this widow is. Her, her husband has just passed away. And, 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 not, and so now her and her sons, man, they're, they're, they're finding themselves and, and just tough times financially and this woman she has collected this debt and and she can't pay it off and so creditors are coming to take away her sons so that they can work to, to pay off this debt that she owes and, and I can just just imagine this woman here she is she's just so so heartbroken she's scared as her sons are about to be taken from her her world is just completely falling apart you know, here she is. She has no money and no answer to this predicament that she is in. And, and so this woman, she, she does what only she knows what to do, and, and that is to go to Elisha, the prophet. And, and she tells Elisha the, what, what's happening. And, and Elisha, he asks this woman, she says, what do, what do you have? What, what do you have in your house? And she says, all I have is this small flask. I, I just have this, this small container of, of, of olive oil. And this is Elijah. says, this is what I, I want you to do. I, I want you to go out and, and I want you to go to your neighbors and to your friends. And I, I want you to collect as many jars as you can possibly find. And so this widow and her son, they, they go out and they start asking the neighbors, hey, do you got any spare jars? You, we need all the jars that, 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 we, can, that we, we can find. And so they collect all these different jars and they, they, they go back to the house and, and they take out this small flask of olive oil and, and they begin to, to pour it into this large jar and the oil just keeps going and going and going, and they're like, what? 
<laughs> Do you imagine? And, and it fills the, the, the large jar, and they're like, all right, bring me another one. And she keeps pouring the oil, and it keeps going, like, what's going on here, right? It keeps going, going, and going, and she fills the jar, and the next, and the next, and finally, the sons are like, hey, we're, we're out of jars. Imagine looking at that small, what the heck just happened here? And then Elijah says, now I want you to go and, and I want you to sell those jars of olive oil. And, and, and so they do. And, and, and as a result, they have enough money to, to not only pay off their, their, their debts, but to live on. That's amazing. Only, only God can, can do that, right? And, and so here this, this widow is. She's in desperate need uh, of a miracle. Here she is. She's in desperate need of uh, a pr- provision. And it, once again, we, we see in the story God doing what only God can do. God, he, he supernaturally provides for this widow and her son. And again, this morning, I pray that as you, as we look at these different stories, I pray that these stories, that they, they build your faith. I pray that they give you so much confidence in, in the God that, that we serve. Man, I, I pray that they remind you that if God was faithful to take care of the widow and her sons, that God is going to be faithful to take care of you, and he's going to be faithful to take care of me. You know, I know this week, even as, uh, you know, again, just the, the economy that we're living in right now, they're talking about, have, they were talking about having to raise the, the interest rates. And, and I know the Federal Reserve, they, they made that decision and they made that decision. And then you just saw this week, the stock market, and you're like, uh-oh, right? And it's just like, you're like, God, no, I'm not gonna choose to worry. God, I know God, I know that, that you're my provider. God, that you're Jehovah Jireh. And I just pray this morning again that in these times of just where the, the economy is so shaky that we would not live in fear, that we would not worry, but that our faith would be in God and that we would know and be confident that we serve Jehovah Jireh. The Lord is our provider, Amen. And so this morning, what I want to do is I want to just share with you three more just important lessons that I want us to, to take away from this story. Uh, there's an outline in your bulletin. You can write these things down. Number one, the first lesson that we can take away from this story is this, is that we must always turn to God for help. We must always turn to God for help. You know, here again, this, this widow was, she, she knew that she was in need of a miracle, she knew that, that she needed supernatural provision, and, and so she did what only she knew what to do, and, and that was she turned to God for, for help. And, and so she goes to Elisha, the prophet, and, and again, he ex, she explains to him what's going on, and, and just she tells him, man, I'm, we're in desperate need for, for God to do a, a miracle in, in our lives. You know, I, I believe this, this widow, she teaches us a very valuable lesson here in this story. She, she teaches us that the most important thing that, that we can do when we're in need is to turn to God for help. You know, Psalms 121 verses 1 through 2 says this. It says, I look up to the mountains. Where does my help come from? My help, it, it comes from the Lord 
who made heaven and earth. You see, when we, we need provision, when we're in need of a miracle uh, of any, any kind, you know, it's so important that we look up, right? That, that we look up. Where, where does our help come from? Our, our help comes from the Lord. And you know, as we turn to God, as we look to God for help, man, what, is it, what it does is it opens the door for God to, to be at work in our lives. And God, he truly does. He begins to, to speak to us and he does what only he can do. You know, Psalms 54 verse 4, it says this. It says, but God is my what? But God is my helper. He, the Lord, he keeps me alive. Who keeps us alive? Man, the Lord. Why? Because he's our helper. You know, this verse, it tells us that God, he is our helper. God, he is the one who, who keeps us alive. God is the one who, who provides for us. God is the one who, who meets our needs. And, and so if you're here today and, and you find yourself in need of a miracle, if you're here this morning and you find yourself in need of provision, man, the first thing that I want to encourage you to do is to look up. Man, look up. Look up to the mountains because that's where, man, our help comes from. Let Jehovah Jireh, the Lord our provider, let him be the one to help you. Let him be the one to provide for you. Man, he is the one who truly supplies and meets all of our needs. So that's the first one. Number two, the second lesson we can learn from this story is this, is that God expects us to work. You know, I hope that you're, you're seeing these in, this, this, in these stories, that there is always a part for us to play. You notice that in all these stories? That there's always a part for us to play. That there's always work for us to do. You know, here in this story, God, he, he, he tells, or Elisha tells this widow to what? To, to go, right? She says, I want you and your sons, you're to, you're to go and, and you're to collect all of the, the, the jars that you can find from your friends and your neighbors. And, and so they had to go and they had to go and collect these, these jars and then they had to come back and then the next step was they had to pour the oil into the jars, right? Had to do some more work. But then it didn't even stop there because when all the jars were full, then what did they have to do? They had to go sell them, right? And, and so they had, to, they had to, to work. You know, I find it interesting that God, he expected this widow and her sons to, to work, to actually work, to, to pay off their debts and to have money to live on. You know, God, he didn't just write a, a, a check and put the, the money in her account, but God had them, had them work. And, and it's unfortunate, but in our culture today, we become so entitled and we become so lazy. And I think even when it comes to God, we think that God owes us, right? We think God, God owes us and that he should give us not only what we need, but, but also what we want. And that's not how God works. God, he, he expects us to, to work. And when we work and when we do the things that God tells us to do, God provides for us in supernatural ways. You know, the Bible actually tells us this in, in 2 Thessalonians 3.10. It says, even while we were with you, Paul said, he said, we gave you this command. He said, those unwilling to, to work will not get to eat, right? 
That's what the Bible says. You know, one of my, my, favorite, my favorite things to do, I, I love this, is, is to listen to, to, to successful people talk about, you know, how, they, they, they've, how God blessed their lives. And uh, even here at Harvest, we have some amazing stories of people who, who didn't maybe necessarily have, have much. And, and I've listened to their stories of how God spoke to them and gave them an idea or told them to, to do different things and, and how as a result of, of just working hard and doing what God told them to do, man, God has greatly blessed their lives and just has have abundant, have just blessed them abundantly. And, and those stories, again, they've, they, they've challenged me to, to listen to God because, again, God, he speaks to us. God, he loves us and he speaks to us because it's about a relationship. And so God speaks to us and he, he gives us ideas and he tells us to do different things. And when we, 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 we are obedient and when we trust God, man, those two things, faith and obedience, man, when we walk, we walk in faith and when we're obedient to do what God tells us to do, man, that's when we see God move. And, and that's where when we see God, man, greatly bless our lives. You know, the Bible tells us in Proverbs 12, 11, it says, a hard worker has plenty of food, but a person who chases fantasies has no sense. And, and so I just want to encourage you this morning again to, to, to work hard. And, and as you work hard and do what God has, has, has told you to do, man, you're going to see God provide for you in supernatural ways. Amen? And then here's the, the last one, number, number three. The third lesson we can learn from this story is that we can never limit what God can do. Never, never limit what God can do. You know, again, this, this had to just have just been so crazy for this widow and her sons to, to first of all, to think that this little, little flask of olive oil could possibly fill all these large jars that they had just collected, right? No way, right? Not, how, how, how is this possibly going to happen? And, and I can just, just picture them just in absolute awe and amazement, just again to, to begin to pour that oil into those, that, those jars and to be like, like, what is going on here? This is, this is incredible. This is, this is amazing. And just one after another, that little flask of olive oil. And I can just picture them when the last jar was filled and just to see all these jars and just be like, wow. God, you, you just really did that. God, you, you did that. And then they, they take those jars and they sell them and they have this money and they take it and they pay the creditors and they have this money left over wow, God, you did that. God, you, you, you used this little flask of olive oil, God, to provide for us, to meet all of our, of our needs. You know, if anything, this morning, I, I want to challenge you to never limit what God can do. Never limit what God can do. Man, I, I want you to know this morning that God, he is a mountain-moving, miracle-working God. Man, there is absolutely nothing, and I mean nothing. If God did that, he can do anything, right? There, there is absolutely nothing that God can't do. 
You know, Jesus said in, in Matthew 19, 26, he said, humanly speaking, it, it, it's impossible. But with God, all things are possible. And, and so there may be some of you here even this morning that, that right now you're thinking, man, it's impossible that I'm, I'm going to be able to pay the bills this month. There, there, it's impossible that I'm ever going to be out of debt. Man, it's impossible that, that I'm going to be able just to, just to survive. Man, putting, putting groceries on the table, filling the car up with gas. Man, it's impossible. There's no way that, that, it's gonna, that I can do it right now. It's just it, things are tight. Man, I've dug myself in, in a hole. And if anything, this morning, I just want to encourage you to, to not limit God. Man, keep trusting God. Keep being obedient to do what God has, has asked you to, to do. And I promise you that as you, man, trust God, and as you're obedient to do what God tells you to do, man, there, there's nothing that he can't do. And I want to close with this verse. It's Ephesians 3.20. It says, Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than we may ask or imagine, according to his power at work within us. Man, just as God did immeasurably more and he provided more than this widow could ever dream, man, I, I want you to know this morning that God, he can do it and will do it for you. And so as we wrap up this series, man, I, I just want you to know this morning that God, he is, he is Jehovah Jireh. Man, he is our provider. And this morning, the next time you find yourself in need of provision, man, I want to encourage you to remember to turn to God for help. That's what the widow did. I want you to remember that God, he expects us to work. I think sometimes we, we don't like to hear that. We don't like, uh, let's not do that one. But God, he expects us to work. And, and remember to never limit what God can do. Amen? Amen. Would you bow your heads and would you close your eyes this morning? You know, I, I truly do this morning. I, I just pray. I pray that, that you would just become confident that God, he is. He is Jehovah Jireh. He is our provider. And just as God took care of the, the Israelites for 40 years in the wilderness, just as he provided for these widows and these stories that we've looked at last week and this week, Man, I want you to know this morning that God, he's going to take care of us. Man, God, he's going to provide. He's going to meet all of our needs. You know, God, he truly is. He's our provider. And, and the most important provision he provided all of us with is Jesus. You see, this morning, it's because of Jesus and only because of Jesus that we can be forgiven of all of our sins and we can have eternal life. You know, it's so important that we understand that because of our sin, because of the things that we've done wrong, man, the Bible tells us that we, just all, we, we all deserve punishment. We all deserve death. But because of God's great love for us, he provided us with a Savior. Man, he provided us with a Savior. And, and it was because of Jesus, he went to that cross and he, he took our punishment and he died for us so that we could be forgiven, so that we could have eternal life. And the good news this morning, the way that we experience this, this, this forgiveness, the way that we receive eternal life is by simply putting our faith in Jesus Christ 
and by making him the Lord and the Savior of our lives. And so if you're here today, man, and you need forgiveness, today you need eternal life, today you need Jesus in your life, man, if that's you this morning, man, I'm going to invite you to pray this prayer with me. Would you all pray this with me this morning? Say, God, I, I come to you today desperately needing you to save me, to save me from my sins and from the empty life I've been living. And so God, right now, I'm making a decision to put my faith in your son, Jesus, and what he did for me on that cross. Jesus, today, I give you my life as I confess you, Jesus, as the Savior and the Lord of my life. Amen. Amen. If you prayed that prayer with me for the first time, I want you to know that I'm so excited for you because I know that your life will never, ever be the same. I also want to encourage you to tell someone about the decision you made today. And then I want you to find a good Bible-believing church that will help you grow in your faith. I want to thank you all for listening to our podcast today. May God bless you and may his face shine upon you.